Hello and welcome to the Alcohol Recovery Show, where we discuss practical, actionable steps for anyone who wants to achieve their dream of getting and staying well, happy and free from any form of alcohol dependence. Hello and welcome back to the Alcohol Recovery Show. In the last episode, I presented a quiz to help you work out if you needed to make changes in your life. If you want to do the quiz, you can go back to that episode and have a listen. But this week, I will talk a bit more about how you can get motivated to make changes. If you feel that you need to make changes in your life, whether that is related to alcohol or more general changes, listen on. Today, I will present eight ways to supercharge your motivation. And I will spend some time in particular focusing on an aspect of motivation I touched on in the last episode. Getting motivated to change can be really tricky. You might know that you need to change, but getting started can be difficult. The following are a few things you can try to help increase your motivation. 1. Set exciting goals for yourself. Now, I know most people suggest setting specific, measurable goals that are realistic and achievable. And all that is very sensible. But if you aren't excited by your goals, are you really going to see them through? For example, if you want to be alcohol free, think about why you want to be alcohol free. Your why might be to improve your physical performance and actually run that 5k or that marathon that you've always dreamed of. Or perhaps you want to have a clearer mind to sharpen up your mental acuity and actually get round to writing that novel. But find a goal that inspires you and focus on that. Two, break down larger goals into smaller, more manageable tasks. This makes it a lot easier just to get started and to see progress. This could be just cutting back on drinking to begin with, maybe just cutting out one or two drinks a day and setting it for a relatively short period of time, for example, a week or 10 days, and then review your progress. Three, find an accountability partner. It could be a friend or a family member or a coach who will help you to stay on track and provide support and encouragement. You might think twice about drinking again if you know you've told someone that you've decided to stop. In addition, just knowing that you have your back covered, that you've got the support of somebody, that you've got someone to fall back on if you do wobble, can really help your motivation and make you feel less alone and isolated. Four, Reward yourself for the progress made. This could be something really small and it doesn't have to be expensive. Actually, it doesn't have to cost anything. It could just be allocating time to do something that you love to do, but that you don't usually allow yourself to do. Or you could save all the money you've spent on booze and reward yourself with something bigger like a vacation. Five. Surround yourself with positive people and positive things that will remind you why you want to make the change. 
Six, be kind to yourself and don't beat yourself up if you slip up or you make mistakes. Remember that change is a process and setbacks are part of it. And if you are listening today and you're feeling low because you've drank again or slipped back, just see this as part of the process and jump back on the wagon. There's no shame in it and good on you for trying. Welcome back. Try to focus on progress, not perfection. Seven, give yourself time. Time to get some clarity on what you want and why you want it. You can't force motivation. Sometimes it just needs a little bit of time to build up. And finally, remind yourself of that why. Remind yourself of the benefits that will come with change. See this as your purpose. It's your purpose that I'm going to focus on today. I touched on purpose last week. You might remember it was the second statement in the quiz that I asked you to think about. In that quiz, I presented short statements to help you decide if you were ready to change. There were 10 of them. The first statement concerned unhappiness. And last time I talked about a few very simple things you can do to manage this. Of course, happiness and unhappiness is a huge topic. And another key aspect of managing unhappiness is to develop a sense of purpose and meaning in life. Of course, in very general terms, this could involve setting goals for yourself or volunteering or pursuing a hobby or passion that you enjoy. Having a sense of purpose can provide a sense of direction and it can help you feel more fulfilled and satisfied with life and less likely to pick up a drink. Lacking a sense of meaning and purpose can be difficult and confusing. People who struggle with this often describe feelings of emptiness, boredom and dissatisfaction. They might feel like they're just going through the motions every day without any real direction or purpose. And this can lead to feelings of sadness, anxiety and depression. In addition, a lack of meaning and purpose can seriously impact motivation and engagement in life. People may feel unmotivated and disengaged from their work, their relationships and other activities. It's a horrible limbo type experience. If you feel that you're just existing rather than truly living. This makes the temptation of drinking alcohol even more alluring. And once alcohol is thrown into the mix, it might feel like alcohol becomes the purpose in life. It becomes a focus where to get the booze, when to have the opportunity to drink it and recover from it not to mention getting rid of the empties. All that can just feel like a full-time job in itself. Perhaps a lack of meaning and purpose has led to these negative coping behaviours, like excessive drinking in the first place. Perhaps you've struggled with a general sense of hopelessness and a belief that life has no real purpose or value. 
and this can feel like a very dark place to be. If you are listening today and you're experiencing these types of feelings, I would suggest that focusing on being alcohol-free is a great purpose to have in itself, especially in the early days. But to become alcohol-free and have that sense of purpose, you need to know why you are attempting sobriety in the first place. What is your why? What is your purpose in getting sober? If you're still drinking, then perhaps the thought of getting sober makes you feel nervous. It's natural to feel anxious about the thoughts of not drinking. After all, you may well have started drinking to deal with nervousness or emotional discomfort. And if you are a regular heavy drinker, your body will go into at least mild withdrawal when you stop and you will feel out of sorts for a short time. As a drink, get rid of the withdrawal. No wonder it's difficult to stop. But that soon passes. Alcohol may well be your solution for social awkwardness or anxiety. You might use it to pick yourself up when you feel low or to calm yourself down when you feel wired. Perhaps routines such as uncorking a bottle of wine at the end of the working day or pouring a gin and tonic as you cook dinner are just woven into the fabric of your daily life. And if you're not a daily drinker, perhaps you binge on a weekend. You might know that you need to cut down your stop, but you just can't let go of the excitement of the big night out on a Friday or Saturday. And you might rebel against anyone who suggests you cut down. You might feel like they're controlling you. Alternatively, you might want to stop drinking and be able to do so but the problem is that the booze just lures you back in again after a few days, weeks or months and you just can't stay stopped even though you want to stay stopped. Maybe you already have some serious motivation. Perhaps you got into trouble with the law or it could be an ultimatum from a loved one or a health scare or just the shame from the latest embarrassing drunken episode that's just gone too far. Maybe you've worries about losing your spouse or your children because of your drinking. And even if they stay in your life, losing their respect and trust is ongoing agony. This form of motivation might work in the short term. Perhaps you want to save your marriage or heal from an illness or repair your reputation, but will it work long term? Alcohol has been your crutch, your best friend, and you fear losing alcohol almost as much as you fear losing your family or your home or your job. But you want to avoid the negative consequences of drinking, but you also want to avoid maybe not drinking. This type of feeling when you're at a sort of a crossroads where you can't carry on as you are, but the thought of life without alcohol is really frightening, is a really difficult and dark place to be. It might feel like you were stuck with an impossible choice. So if you are in that type of situation, what I'm suggesting today is that you consider what you will get from not drinking. If you're not sure, 
let me share with you my experience of what I get from not drinking. The first thing that's really added to the quality of my life, being alcohol-free, is sleep. Deep, restful sleep. No more waking up at four o'clock in the morning with a raging thirst and a racing heart. And following on from that, much more energy due to probably sleeping well and and being alcohol-free in itself. It's also mental sharpness and quicker reaction times. Next on the list would be self-respect and the renewed trust of other people. An improved appearance with clearer skin and sparkly eyes. It's much easier to maintain weight, to feel fitter and more energetic. When you feel more energetic, you want to move more. And when you want to move more, you've got the surplus energy to take up a sports or physical pastimes that perhaps you avoided when you were drinking because you felt so lousy. I also feel calmer, less anxious. Very rarely get angry or upset and have the mental energy to want to learn and grow. And this last thing that I will mention is what I love most of all, and that is peace of mind. Not needing to worry about what was said the night before, or what I did. Having the freedom to drive where you want, when you want, with having to work around drinking or face legal consequences. But most of all, I think, getting self-esteem and pride back. Of course, that list could go on, but I'll end it there with a reminder that you will also get the most precious commodity that we have, and that is time. When you think about all that time spent in blackout, sleeping off the drink, recovering from a drinking spree, feeling rough, it's all quality time that you get back. And it's quality time because you feel well, you feel energetic. And you feel calm enough to do rewarding things which ultimately make you more dynamic and engaging and interesting. If you have been drinking heavily for a long time, you might need to talk with your doctor or at least cut down gradually. You've probably heard about the dangers of stopping heavy drinking suddenly. So I would suggest cutting out a drink each day until you're down to zero. If you've been drinking a lot, don't just suddenly stop. But if you are in any doubt at all, please do speak with a medical practitioner. So back to your purpose for getting sober. I'm just going to ask you now to take a few minutes to think about your purpose for getting sober. And when you've done that, make a note of it. You could... Jot it down onto a piece of paper or into a note app on your phone or into your diary, but just somewhere where you will see it and you will remember where it is. Whatever works for you. You could write it on your mirror if you want it or stick post-its up. But the important thing is that you record your purpose for getting sober. Overall, lacking a sense of meaning and purpose can be difficult. But it's important to remember that it is a common issue and there are ways to find meaning and purpose. 
And of course, it's very individual to everybody. But if you still aren't sure today, I would ask you to really tune in with yourself and think about what your purpose is in getting sober, whether that is to start being alcohol free or whether it's to continue being alcohol free or whether it's to go back being alcohol free if you've had a a slip up. That could be through self-reflection, goal setting, trying out different interests, pursuing passions, helping others, or it could mean seeking professional help. There are many ways to find your meaning and purpose in getting sober. And ultimately, this will give you more meaning and fulfilment in life. And bear in mind that being alcohol-free as a life purpose can be very motivating in itself. When you start to feel and see and experience all the benefits after a period of time, it gathers momentum and you want to stay alcohol-free. Any temptations that you have maybe don't drag you back down again the, the way they would have done before. So if your original purpose in getting sober, for example, was to improve your health or your job prospects or hold on to a relationship, those things in and of themselves might become less relevant over time. But if your purpose is to stay alcohol-free for you, then every day has meaning and purpose. That is your purpose because you know it's what's best for you. It means that your relationships will be better. Your employment prospects, no doubt, will improve. You might even start to enjoy your job or enjoy your course of study. And if you don't, you're going to have the personal skills to be able to make some changes. And even on the days when you feel low or unproductive, if the only thing you've done that day is not drink, then your day has not been wasted. So I'll leave you with that thought. And lastly, if you are interested in finding out more about positive change in your life, or you need support with your drinking, there is a range of books at Wins Press to help you. There are also a selection of free resources on the Wins Press website to give you support and encouragement. So if you haven't looked already, just take a moment to check those out. I'll leave details in the description box. It's been a longer one today, but meaning and purpose is such a huge topic. I've only scratched the surface. But I hope it's been helpful for you today and thank you for listening. I look forward to speaking again with you next time. So I'll say bye for now. Until next week, Thanks so much for being here. Bye. Bye.